You, you dancing by same thing. You like you were just jacking off. You weren't dancing. Uh, the Billy Idol song, Dancing <laughs> yeah. with Myself. That song's about jacking it. What? Dude, read the lyrics. <laughs> the whole world's going apart. <laughs> Everybody wants to be something they're not. Our backdrop, and we're back again. My glasses are so dirty, like my mind. Oh, dirty, dirty. I'm getting, you like, a, little, you I'm like getting a little bit, of, a little bit aroused. You yeah. like that? You like the way I clean those glasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. Welcome to another, yet another episode of Brain, Brain Snacks. Snacks. With Jackson Max. Uh, so I had to copy Jackson. Jackson made his cup, his his water bottle, with a sticker. So I had to make make a Yeti. I had to outdo yeah. him. Whatever. It's, it's not a, yeah, not a Yeti. It's a that's an, an Ozark. It's a Walmart. <laughs> don't, 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 I'm just don't, saying. Don't hate on the Ozark, man. Oh. Ah. So we had an interesting week. Um, we released an episode, and what is the date today? It's the 14th. Sunday, November 14th. It was, was it five days ago we released? Five days? Something like that. Yeah. Four or five. So on the night, say it was the ninth or the 10th when we released the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the episode we released on November the 9th. Got pulled from the YouTubes. Citing medical misinformation. Yep. And after a careful review of that video, by not just us, I had uh, reached out to the entire Pygmy universe okay. uh, and our listener base. The feedback that I got from also not just regular Jagoffs like we are, but actual medical personnel. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They were like, um, at no point in the video did you guys say that vaccines don't actually work? Yeah. We, I mean, we didn't. We literally just recited the same crap that they're spouting on CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. It's the same crap that Fauci says straight out of his mind, uh, straight out of his mouth. Uh, and then Sanjay Gupta, the same, the same doctor. That told Joe Rogan he was an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Have you not seen that episode of Joe Rogan? Uh, the, the horse Joe, medicine? Yeah. The ivermectin stuff? Well, they, they, he had Sanjay Gupta, because he's uh, the medical correspondent for CNN. Mm-hmm. He re- they reached out to Joe Rogan, and Joe Rogan was like, hell yeah, come on my podcast. And he shut him down. It was awesome. I don't want to go into that episode. I recommend you go watch it. Maybe we'll add it to the link in the description. Um, but it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic episode. They f- smeared him for that. Oh, yeah. Well, well, they had to. This is a great segue! Whee! About fear. That's what you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Why, why would you censor something? Why would you tell lies about somebody? Because you fear... Fear information getting out. You fear the truth, or you fear your control of the situation. 
can is 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 fleeting or it's uh, slipping through your grasp. Yeah. So because they're afraid of somebody else's narrative, they tried to jump all over Joe Rogan. And again, YouTube has been censoring information or new videos as pertaining to COVID right. for how long? Like since its inception. Well, like, I mean, you can, if you go and pull up a video, you know, it's going to have like the warning label. Like it's mm. like a f- pack of cigarettes, you know, like yes. you can't, you know, just make sure you know, like <laughs> just make sure you know this is going to kill you. Yeah. So, yeah. I was watching a, um, a video earlier today um, about, it was a Russell Brand video mm. and it was like the new world order yeah. or something like that. And they, a little like Wikipedia thing came up and it said the New World Order refers to a uh, conspiracy theory about the rise of a uh, silent totalitarian world government. Like that doesn't sound familiar at all. <laughs> at all, I got it. Does anybody does that, does that strike a chord with anybody else? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, thanks, <laughs> thanks Russell Brand. Yeah, thanks, well, for, well, thanks that, for planting well, that well, seed. But well, that was YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, censorship has been. And uh, that all, it all boils down to fearing the people, what people have to say. Yeah. Fearing dissenting arguments, dissenting opinions uh, about any topic, really. Yeah. And again, which, like, which really points to something a little bit bigger, because if you fear a dissenting opinion, then you're more than likely defending something that's shaky or you're defending some sort of illusion. Mm. You know, like, well, uh, like, well, cause it, and, and I, I say that you can say that like on a scaled, um, from a scaled view, like in terms of major news, but also like in, uh, personal things, like when you go to like, when you have to be right about yeah. something yeah, or like, it's like a, uh, it's like you fear your existence is you're not going to, you're no longer going to exist. It's, it's like a, it's a threat. You're threatened. You know so, what I mean? So, so, you, so, 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 so like that's, so then you get like a sensation of fear mm. around that. So, you know, which, okay. which usually goes from like an ego. Yeah. Which is like our mind made kind of concept of who we think we are. Our perception of who well, we are in well, this reality. Yeah. Like who, who, who we actually, who we think we are. We have to defend that. Okay. Well, if you think about it, I mean, you don't have to think about it, but YouTube or any other company also has some sort of ego. Yes. So they have some sort of... Uh, well, their ego they, is they, the culmination they, of all these other egos yeah. that have joined together through, well, through at least a semi-common purpose. Right. Well, but yeah, Which but, is to make either make money or control a narrative yeah okay and so then you have a company ego pretty much you Mm -hmm. have to defend that yes so that's another thing you defend the ego brand all i'm saying is all that fear that's where that comes from okay so like the the need to put up those signposts kind of stem from fear yeah okay i i'm i'm and i i don't feel like i created that i feel like that's just a thing no you know I feel okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm following where 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 you're at with that. Yeah. But what about what about personal fear? Like how how do we define that and how do we try to overcome that? My my thoughts, uh, based on some of the readings that I've done and my personal experience, is the more anxious you are about something, the more 
time you spend worrying about the possible outcome, like the less likely you are to succeed. Yeah. Uh, and this again, that that's fear pertaining to like anxiety about a situation. Uh, there's different kinds of anxiety, obviously, because some I'm, I can be anxious in in a positive way, excited about something. Mm-hmm. If you're Anticip- excited, you can still be anxious. Anticipation, you're for it. yes, yeah. The anticipation of you know banging the wife or you know playing a, playing a show, you know, shrimp fest, right. you know playing a, playing a show in front of ten thousand people, it's all amazing. It's awesome. Yeah. So I get anxious, but in in a different way. But I don't because I'm not. I'm confident enough in my ability as a player i don't get anxious about well what if i miss a note what if you go? Yeah, yeah right i don't think of it in those terms because i'm confident enough in my ability as a player yeah. to be like water off a duck's back what it's just a thing it's just kind of a you can't really you can't help but acknowledge it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if you get if you get the if you get the fear you have to acknowledge it you know what i mean yeah like and then you can go then you can go past it. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking in I'm, theory. In theory. In theory. I mean, you can't. It's not. Well, everything's it, well, a theory. Well, well, it's it's very difficult to prove, like without a reasonable doubt, anything in this world. Well, which is why you get fear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but if you start to, th- if you can start thinking in those terms, I think that you would start conquering that fear. Yeah. Well, you, you're, you're never going to conquer fear, but when you accept that you have no control over that fear, yeah, then it lessens its hold on you. Yeah. So Alan Watts, whenever, whenever we were discussing the topics that we wanted to talk about today, you had brought up fear, and it made me think of uh, Nothing More album. Um, ah, I'm going to look it up real quick. The Nothing More album. I think it was- no, Lick nothing. It up. Oh, you said look it up. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Whoa! Now, uh, I think it was self-titled Nothing More album. Alan, they, they actually clipped Alan Watts in that. And it was from, uh, I think it was his, it was about death. But it was ta- he was talking about discussing fear and the way, the way that he presented the information. And I wish I could remember it sharp enough to quote it. But it was so. Well, he's a sharp motherfucker. Yes, so it's, it's he was so learned, insightful. Pretty understandable that he 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 kind of has a way of saying a lot without saying so much. Well, it, it's, it's well much like a lot of, of philosophers that I've I've dug into, like either listened to lectures or read some of their works. Uh, what I've noticed about a lot of philosophers is they can talk and spout for like two three hours, mm-hmm. much like. Brain snacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can talk, talk for, for hours on the same topic. And they're just, they re, they're saying, they're repeating the same thing over and over and over again, but just in different ways that <clears throat> are easier to ease, more easily digested by different people. So it's presenting information in a way that is relatable to you, but it, you know what he relates to you in in the way he phrases his his philosophy if it relates to you and you understand it and grasp onto it but it doesn't relate to me like i can't relate with that situation or that example then i'm just like what well, this doesn't make any sense that's completely foolish 
Yeah. But in the same, you know, 30, 30 seconds He'll later, or 30 minutes, bring, it brings, yes. it brings everybody around. So he, sir, he does, he does, uh, Alan, Alan Watts, he was doing this big circular logic mm-hmm. and it was like an infinite loop. He was talking about the same topic, but just giving really specific examples. Not that the example, he, he said the examples are arbitrary, but mm-hmm. the, the reason that he, I think a lot of philosophers keep talking in that circular logic and they can talk on, you know, one specific topic for extended periods of time is because they're trying to re- get that information to, to as many really people really come yes. down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's basically a big pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to make sure that it all gets digested somehow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is, um, you know, not unlike some of the things we talk about because mm-hmm. we kind of riff and, and maybe yeah. give examples and stuff. But yeah, um, I wouldn't say we're philosophers just yet. But I think I think at some point well, we're all we're all kind of well, philosophers. Well, yeah. Well, we all we all contemplate, you know, the meaning of life or the direction of our life. Or yeah. What is what is the ultimate purpose? Why are we here? Yeah. And again, I, I I always fall back on the old standard. You know, the, the purpose of life is to find meaning in life. Yeah. You know, find meaning for you. My, the, what, what's meaningful for me in my life is not necessarily going to be meaningful for you or anybody else. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't have kids. I don't plan on having kids. That doesn't resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. And this, that's hardwired into human evolution is the fear of not procreating, the fear of your bloodline going away. <laughs> yeah. You know, which is, um, interesting and that's the 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 funny and weird thing about life in general is it's it's full of all these different examples of fear and anxiety and it's how how you cope with them and how you come to accept them Mm -hmm. that starts to give you more control ultimately over them right it but it's a um because I mean, look at you. It's it, it's a dance. It's not it's not that you ever really get, have control over it. Kind of like what kind of dance? Like a what safety kind of, dance? Like <laughs> you can dance if you want to. Yeah. Or or is it like a salsa? It could be whatever kind of dance you want. No. Um, but you you dancing the by same thing. You like you were just jacking off. You weren't dancing. Uh, the, the Billy Idol song, "Dancing <laughs> yeah, with I, Myself." That song's <laughs> about jacking it. What, dude? Read the lyrics. <laughs> Whole world's going apart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Billy Idol, Dance With Holy Myself, sh- is, is about masturbation. Uh, well, I, they, I swear. We're going to need to follow up on that. Uh, if in post-editing, in the video room, uh, you guys want to throw up the lyrics, and we'll take a quick two-second cut. <clears throat> and we're back. Now... After reading the lyrics, I didn't read the lyrics either. <laughs> that was fake. <laughs> it's a shame. Okay, don't actually do the okay, cut. Don't look, actually do the I cut because that's. I think it would be funnier that we fake the cut. <laughs> I, I believe you. <laughs> okay, but no, that song is about masturbation. So. Okay, I can see that. So, so it's a dance. Yeah, whatever dance you want. Right. I'm sorry, I, I interjected well, with, no, with like, masturbation. Uh, same thing, like. With your own personal like desires, so you got you know like the with any kind of like hard desire with no space for it to not happen, mm. there's always going to be a fear. Yeah. So you kind of dance with that in the same way, mm. and I think it comes maybe from 
uh, self-observation, mm-hmm. like just quietly observing your own just like tendencies and just things that you maybe want or whatever. And um, mm-hmm. okay, there's a there's a dance that that happens where you kind of balance. Yeah. Okay. You know? I'm. I I think I understand. Where yeah. That like, is. but it's uh like. The fear of change, the fear of uncertainty. It's a pattern, it, what I'm saying. It, yes. And like, it really wouldn't matter what you apply it the to. The fear of change. And, but there's also, uh, I've suffered from this. Uh, Which stems from attachment. Well, You the, can observe your own attachments. Too. Yes. But fear, fear of success. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think anybody in this room right now would know what to do if two years from now, we were trending number two on Spotify. Right. I will say we, you know, imagination, imaginary success. We top Joe Rogan for whatever reason. Uh, what? Where, where, where would we be? What would we do with that kind of influence and information and the kind of finances that would go on with that? Yeah. You know, I like to think that I would be extremely altruistic, but what if it, what if that money and like everything, what if I get corrupted by that, you know, perceived power and influence? Yeah. You know, I, I like to think that I can hold it together and be, you know, try to maintain being uh, as to the best of my, our ability, be a positive influence on the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what if? Yeah. And that's that what if that, that fear of uncertainty, that fear of, of not knowing and, you know, the fear of even potential success. It it can get you wrapped up and just you sink. It's like quicksand. You, you're just mired in it. Yeah. You can't move. And the more you try to get out of it by thinking your way out of it, yeah. the deeper you sink. Yeah. The thinking, the thinking is like one of the big roots of it, you know, like how, like, cause that, cause when you're, when you're thinking, constantly you have no space yeah there's no there's no space between you and the fear or you and the desire you and the whatever so you have no way to control where your attention's going mm, you okay. know that's kind of the thing which which we talked about already that attention is probably the most powerful thing yes attention and energy those are my two things well where where you direct your attention and and how you spend your time and attention is yeah. definitely the key to it and sticking with the quicksand reference uh, I made sticking. Yes, sticking. Well, no, to uh, okay, maybe another reference to a previous episode because everything's connected. Uh, but it stuck, being stuck. <clears throat> Sometimes you we we reference being stuck in life and how you like to to get unstuck to break that mold. You have to apply force. Now, if you're sinking in, like again in quicksand. And you keep moving. It's just your your brain is what's stuck in quicksand, in in my metaphor. So you're sinking. The more you think, try to think your way out of it. You're moving. You're constantly moving. It's not until you still your mind mm-hmm. and rationally, slowly evaluate what's mm-hmm. going on, and then let go, and just go. Okay, well, I'm I'm here. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. I'm here. Yeah. Ultimately. Where, that's, well that's when you stop sinking yeah well ultimately wherever you're at at the current moment is the only thing that's ever really real mm. you know everything else is gone or it's not it, it hasn't happened yet 
Okay. So if if you stay more present, then you have a better chance of grappling with fear and anything that really comes at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get in when you get in the projection mode. I mean, you don't know your thoughts. Don't know nobody does. Yeah. So how are you gonna? How, you can't overcome that. Yeah. You know, like I, there's no way for me to overcome what's going to happen in, in 20 minutes from now. Yeah. Because it doesn't exist yet. So it's like, we, you know, unless you have a legitimate time caps, uh, time machine, or you are a su- legit soothsayer that can see the future. Yeah. Which, hey, well, I mean, I'm it, not going to discount it. I have no idea if it's even possible, but yeah. it'd be pretty sweet to know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Uh, Actually, I mean, no, I, I, think would, I think it would be terrifying to know the future. Yeah. <laughs> that would be... Well, then, oh. it'd, be, it'd be like, like, why would you even, like, see, and this is another thing, too, like, whenever I catch myself wanting to control or wanting to, or, like, project and control, like, what's going to happen? Like, it's like I'm, I'm fearing it, but it's, it's, a, it's an imagination I'm imagining it. It's like mm. my overactive mind, overactive thinking mm. is going to imagine what's going to happen. Therefore, I already know what's going to happen, but I don't. And so then it's like everything is not, nothing's interesting anymore. Yeah. It's like all fear because I already know what's going to happen. And then sometimes it will happen that yeah. way because you manifest it that way. Manifest destiny. Yeah. So. Westward hope. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I kind of struggle with that. Like, Dot, uh, like again. I mean, I mean I, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm special. But I'm saying I struggle with having a lot of thoughts, a lot of projections, a lot of shit like that. So, and well, uh, that's a lot of creatives. A lot of creatives are that way. Yeah, and, and there's 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 an argument that can be made that a lot of creatives are uh, they suffer from clinical depression almost year round. And they put on a lot of people, um, Robin Williams being a great example, like he put on this super happy face. Now, again, talk conspiracies in a future episode. There's a lot of, there's a lot of suicides that I'd be like, mm, maybe I want to dive into that and as to whether or not that actually was. Yeah. Um, but you, let's say that Robin Williams was, you know, it, it was ruled a suicide, not questions. Nobody's questioning it. Uh, I, I don't. I don't doubt it because he was, of, because like what you're saying. I mean, I. But I he's don't an extremely doubt he's an extremely happy individual, outgoing on the surface. On the surface, but it, like, and it's horrible. I'm not making fun of him, but it's. I'm sure he would probably giggle if I said it. Like, if, if he's looking down from you know whatever comes after. If he moved on after he dropped yeah. the body. If he was looking down, like he's a sad clown. He's yeah. smiling on the outside, but on the inside, he's a sad clown. You yeah. know, and that's. I think that's relatable to a lot of people, especially a lot of creatives. Um, it, you have to put on a very positive public face. Yeah. And I think, I, again, in the introduction episode, or maybe it was stuck in life when we were talking about self-image, is, you know, I try to be the same person when I'm interacting with the fans uh, as I am, like, not, like, on stage, off stage. Personal life. You have a continuity. Life. I try You've to keep... established continuity yes. in your life, which is like super f- important. Yes. Something that I didn't realize until recently was that there was continuity. I, I like, it's like one situation mm. completely filled up by it. Mm. Next situation completely filled up by it. Yeah. Next situation completely filled up, overtaken by the shit. Yes. And it's like, holy f- I'm the I'm the f- awareness here. Mm-hmm. I'm the one who f- knows all the shit's happening. Yeah. You know, it's like quiet, but you just, 
like find a home within yourself. I know that sounds kind of high in the sky. Are you, are you too good for your home? Hmm? Answer me. <laughs> what no. are you talking about? That was a uh, Happy Gilmore reference. Oh. Are you too good for your home? I've never seen that movie. <gasps> Happy Madison Productions. I've seen that. No, uh, that, that Billy Madison. Happy Madison Productions. That was uh, that. That actually came from Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Okay, so I was wondering why the golf club why that was in the yes. intro. Okay, that's and that was Happy Gilmore. Was that like an Adam Sandler affiliate? Yeah. Okay, Adam Sandler written and starred. And the, the dogs, my dogs are singing the song of their people. I think mom got home. Chrissy, <laughs> Chrissy went out. Chrissy went out. Yeah, it's fine. We'll keep going. Hell yeah. Like, everybody <clears throat> loves our dogs anyway. Come here, boys. You, you want to be on camera? Come here. We'll, we'll go ahead. We'll, we'll fix this, this real quick. Come here. Come on. Oh, yeah. And now we have adorable dogs on team. We've got dogs. So, yeah. See, you know, you know what? The interesting thing about dogs is they don't have egos. Nope. Nope. They, well, haven't, they I mean, haven't gotten there yet. This one does. Okay. This huge ego. Okay. But it's only because we spoiled him. Because he th- now he thinks he's the king. <laughs> and then this is the duke. Okay. So, well, this is the prince. This is the duke. The duke of derp and the prince de poo-poo. He, he's didn't a pooper. Like, he didn't like that. He's a pooper. Well, yeah. You just said something. You got something to say? You got something to say? No? No. But... I mean, dogs can sense sense emotions too. They can sense fear. Yeah, in in their 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 people. Uh, I don't. We don't. Ah. It's it's lame. Some people some people think it's lame. Be like, I'm his people. He's my dog. I'm his people. I'm not his owner. Yeah. We are, we are we are symbiotic. We have a symbiotic relationship. I take care of them. I, you know, me and the wife take care of them. We love them, and they they love and take care of us. And I mean, look at that face. Look at that face. How can you not love that dog? Can I pet that dog? Can I pet that can dog? Can I pet that dog? But staying on fear. Is it uh, ah Alan Watts the the. So it's a it's a cycle of fear. Yeah. So when you are doing your absolute best to be afraid, you're actually giving in to giving more power to your fear. So you're afraid of being afraid. Yeah. Of fear. Yeah. And it's like and that, layers to that. It, it was. It's. Uh, I think he said infinite onion. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's 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 it's it's a brilliant brilliant analogy. Because if you think about it, it is circular logic there. Right. You know, you're afraid of being afraid of fear. Right. And then, you know, the fear of death and, you know, you don't, you're afraid of the being afraid of dying. Right. And it's just, you can stack and stack and peel and peel back all the layers. But when you give in to that fear and you accept it, and this is what, this is what Alan Watts said, when you accept that fear. Then you can go. Then, then like you can ultimately something re- happens. Well, then you can ultimately release it because you realize that there's nothing to hold on to. You don't have to hold on to that fear. Yeah. And that, like Alan, what the way that he articulates it, it's it resonates with me so much. Yeah. It is such a great. He just he's such a great, great thinker and entertainer and, just, and yeah, an orator. Yeah. Like his. He is such an elegant speaker, but his voice is just so. Yeah. I mean, if I had his voice, I would have never gotten into philosophy. I'd have just been like voiceover guy. Yeah. 
I'd be, I'd be, I'd be the, the Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah, I, wish I, had, I wish I had a Morgan. He's like the Morgan Freeman yeah. that I knows about. <laughs> yes. Al, between Alan Watts and Morgan Freeman, I mean, they, they could narrate my entire life and I'd just be just the happiest guy on the planet. Yeah. But I'd need Morgan Freeman to say a whole lot more often. As <laughs> Max is walking down the street today and somebody almost hit him with their car. And what the f is going on today? <laughs> Like, Ooh. I wish I could do a better Morgan Freeman impression. I'm sorry, Morgan Freeman, if you never watch this, because you'll never watch this. He always does the cool <laughs> shit. He always does some really cool stuff. Yeah. Like, he's not, planet, afraid. He's did, not afraid to put it out did there. Did he do Planet Earth? Yeah. He did, he, did, they, he did a whole, there was a whole series on, uh, like, Nat Geo or something. I know he did, like, something with the Cosmos. Or something like that. It was, was that him or Ty, uh, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson? I don't know. I don't know, Neil deGrasse Tyson did something similar. I don't know. Are you done? Are you done? Are you done for now? Well, thank you for coming in. Uh, we had some very special guests, and they were, they were super adorable, and I will reward them with treats later. They're like, uh, you'll get it now, motherfucker. <laughs> no, boys. You said, you said the T-word, man. The T-word, Hey, man. man. I didn't say it all the way through, though. <laughs> it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Yeah. But I like... I like this the discussion of fear and how how to overcome it and I think the you know until I'm presented with a better argument I like the way that I think the way that Alan Watts puts it is the best way to to handle it yeah is give in to the fear allow it to be a part of you and in that way you realize that you have nothing to fear yeah because, because you, you embrace you, it, you encapsulate it. Yes, you're, you're the space you, around it now. You, well, you are you you are the embodiment. Because being being afraid is part of being alive. Yeah, of being you know who you are. Now he he's he's a very metaphysical kind of philosopher. Like the whole like, <laughs> if I am my foot, I am the sun. Which I like kind, that. kind of rational like rationalization, that. and I I appreciate it. I don't relate to the metaphysical side so much right now and i may later because as we discuss in almost every episode we're ever growing ever changing ever evolving yeah now that's not to say that i won't ever get into the metaphysical side well he has a point though with that which well we are all part of the universe yeah right. I, and i can i can get behind that yeah uh maybe it's my ego that's getting in the way of me actually opening up to uh the the bigger picture of the metaphysical philosophies yeah maybe but, I, I don't know but as I mean, pertaining to fear accepting that that fear that i have uh whether it's fear of uncertainty fear of rejection you know fear of success uh fear of death you know mortality i've accepted that as part of who i am yeah. and that's if that's part of who everyone is whether they admit it or not if whether they think about it consciously or or not it you know it's always going to be there whether it's consciously thought about or subconsciously thought about mm -hmm. and that's what makes people a, a lot of people anxious and that keeps a lot of people from you know following their dreams you have fear of change fear of success well what happens to you know the willy wonka kind of what, hap what happened to the kid that got everything he ever wanted yeah he lived happily ever after i'm like well yeah but most people you don't we we've been conditioned with so many negative it's it's hard for for humans 
to think of all the positive positive outcomes. Yeah. We always want to isolate the negative things that have happened in our life. Yeah. And we celebrate the good stuff, but it's so short lived and we have it's almost like we have short term memory. It's like a self pity on, too. On the happy happy things in our lives. Yeah. And it always you know, embracing the negative stuff and and dwelling on it. And then even, you know, a fear of the past. Mm-hmm. Going and thinking about, you know, being afraid to, to go back to the person that I was before I, you know, quit drinking. I don't want to be that person anymore. Now, this is where I think fear can be a great positive force in your life if you embrace it. Yeah. That fear of returning to the, ban- and the man that I was, you know, six years ago before I quit drinking, mm-hmm. that is power. Yeah, and that, but that's, that, it's also, that's also an illusory state, though, in my opinion, because... How that, so? Well, the same thing, like, with the, with the past and the fear of the past and the fear of, oh, my God, like, I can't believe I did that. Mm. You know, I can't believe I hurt that person. Or I can't believe I hurt myself or whatever that many years ago or whatever. Mm. I can't believe I was that way. Yeah. But if you can if we can establish like we did in the last episode that got taken down by youtube <laughs> that there's a collective consciousness and that consciousness is sort of the essence of the universe the yeah. essence of who we are um there's no possible way that you can act beyond your level of consciousness at that given moment yes so okay. if there's a shift and you do work inside to, for your to to become conscious that you are conscious yes and it happens okay. You know, due to whatever neuroplasticity, whatever it's called. But when things happen that are different, I mean, you are like that really is gone. Mm. It only hangs around as a ghost. Yeah. It's okay for it to be there, but there, the fear that it's going to happen again, it could. But if you just try to stay with that continuity and then stay with the, your state of consciousness, like you'll be a little bit more resilient, is what I'm saying. Well, I'm, the example I was trying to give. And again, this, this, that may have been way off from what you were saying. I, well, but. no, no, no. I, but I, this goes back to the metaphysical realm and, you know, cause the metaphysical realm was definitely all about more collective consciousness. Like, and I agree we are all of one. Now, I don't think that anybody's ever going to grasp the concept completely because I think it's, it's unfathomable. You, it's, you can't no more mere mortal. No, no being in the universe can comprehend the the connection that we all share. Yeah. Now I can I, again I can get behind that, and maybe it's my my personal uh, biases. Maybe it's the way that I, I my my personal thought process at current time is that I I can't I don't give enough credence to that thought or that line of logic that you were just talking about. That's why I, the, the way that I look at that fear being a power for me is, again, I see that person. I know that person. I was that person. And I, again, if you want to go metaphysical, I am, history, well, that's I a, am that person. Yeah. The, well, that history. But that fear of going back to that mentality and, you know, the person that was, you know, negative and questioning himself and always want, wanting to put the blame is talking about jealousy. And, you know, blaming others for things that were obviously my fault. Yeah. That fear of going back to that person gives me power and motivation 
to never go back there. Yeah. And that's, you can, you can look at it that way. Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, but that's, that's not me. Uh, like, again, it's the whole metaphysical side. I, I don't understand. I don't understand it enough. You don't have and, to. No, well, nobody's going <laughs> to. I, I understand, I understand the, the core concept of the philosophy. Again, I've, it, I encourage everyone, you can YouTube, just YouTube search Alan Watts, A-L-A-N-W-A-T-T-S. Uh, his, his, his lectures are fantastic. Uh, don't do it while you're driving because you, it might put you to sleep because he has a really soothing voice. Yeah. Really soothing voice. But yeah. he, he is also a really nice voice. And it, he, he explains it in a much better way than I think either of us ever could. Yeah. I'm going to say potential. We all we all have unlimited potential, so I'm not going to say we could never do that. But he has articulated it in a much better way than we have thus far. Right. Um, and he explained the way he explains the metaphysical uh, realities. Uh, again, I, I I understand on a fundamental level that no one can understand it fully or comprehend yeah. it, and he he re- reiterates this all the time. The hide and seek, but. That's the hide and seek. Part of my id, my ego, is that I want to know. Okay. And I, I understand it. I admit it. Yeah. But I also embrace it because I like to learn stuff. I like to know things. Yeah. But, but what I used to do is I drink and know things. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. Not so much. But that, like, like that craving, like the craving for the knowledge of it, though. Mm-hmm kind of keeps you from it yeah you know like and i like i can really relate to that and that gets into like the peace of god spirituality however you want to spin that Mm. um but and and kind of what you believe god to be um that that that's that's been a real big changer for me what's is to because because like in a way god is something that like i don't know like i i've i've I had a recent shift about how I thought of um, Jesus, and this might be a big, like, uh, controversial topic to talk I, about. Is Jesus one day? Because it, I, I would like to. Now, my my wife and her family, my family, uh, my family on my mother's side, uh, Catholic. I was raised Catholic, went to catechism. Uh, on my wife's side, uh, evangelical, Christian. Um, uh, I don't think they're Baptists. I, I don't want to mislabel them. Uh, but they're very devout and there, I, I have never found anything wrong with that. And, um, uh, they have accepted See, I have they, before for these, for these people. Well, as devout as they are, they're, they are the kind of Christians. And this, this is obviously going to be my bias because these are my in-laws who actually like me. A lot of people that are married in relationships, you hear them bitching about their mother-in-laws. Like, right. Brenda, if you're watching this, I love you, and I know you love me, and thank you for that, because I am very fortunate to have in-laws that I actually enjoy spending time with. Hell yeah. But they know who I am. Like, I've made no illusions. I, I, don't, I don't practice religion or spirituality in a traditional and what what is considered that's that's, that's the what's tr- considered a traditional christian sense so yeah. i don't go i don't actively go to church i i have always felt and i, I had the same conversation really with my mother who's about. catholic 
Well, you said controversial topic, and I'm just trying to preface that before you get into this. Yeah. Is that you can say it's a controversial topic about Jesus, but any, any true, in my opinion, in my opinion, any true Christian, if they are striving to be Christ-like, which is kind of the point, yeah. Christianity, if you're trying to be more Christ-like, it's to be open and accepting of everyone. That was pretty much Jesus. Yeah. Like, uh, but but it. I think it has to do. So you, I think it has to well, do. No, with, I, I want you to continue on with your your conversation. But I wanted to preface that for anybody that would want to jump on here that is a Christian and you have a disagreement with with Jackson, you don't have to say that you're going to hell because you know what? That's not your call. That's between him and whoever he talks to upstairs. Yeah, or, that's how you. If that's how you want to look at heart. it, that's a, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's that's anyway. sort of the thing. Like. And that's, um, I, I'm sorry I interrupted no, no, you, no, no, but no, 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 I, wanted, I wanted to you're preface good. that because, again, already YouTube algorithms have already taken us out, and I don't want the Christians to come on here and try to take us out, too, when we're obviously not trying to slight, we're just trying to have a discussion. Yeah. Well, sort of, Jesus as being um, a human being and, and the, like, not the son of God. Okay. But... Basically, his his uh, words pointing to what God actually is, and not you know not taking not taking any story like the Bible for anything more than a narrative mm. to point to that. Similar to Alan Watts, yeah, you know that sort of un- it's not understandable. Um, I don't know what I was kind of getting out there, but I, I'm sorry if I if I sidetracked no, no, you, but no, I, I can I can I can follow down this rabbit hole with you. Yeah. Uh, maybe we save that for well, a different episode. Well, yeah. Well, I think, like, and this, it's the more the more we talk, we the more we have these conversations. I think we we keep circling back to topics that we've talked about already because uh, I think you knew it before I did. I think you were catching catching on to it way before I did. Is that everything everything is connected? Yeah. In some way, shape, or form, and it's yeah, was it uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yeah, you know somebody like six, yeah, about six people. That, that's maybe that is the greatest philosophy that you know nobody really gives enough credit to. Yeah, is that there's that everything is so connected, even and it it's not as disconnected as people actually think. Yeah, you know, so. You're talking about. I, I think. I think there's a. Well, as far as religion's concerned, there's shit that we know already. Yeah, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, and like things that, like, there's no. Basically, there's no one that's going to come in as like a space dad, or like an authority that's going to do it for you. That that's sort of what I mean. Well, the kingdom, following- the kingdom of heaven, mm. meaning what is the kingdom of heaven? What is hell? Mm. You know. Like they're not, they're not other places. That's sort of the thing that I like, and 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 that's my opinion. You know, maybe maybe again, and this this this. I think religion has it has its place in the world. I think spirituality has its place in the world. And I think you you agree with this, right? Yeah. Okay. Now again, our beliefs don't have to. We're not advocating you, advocating for you to think like us, act like us. Swallow what we have to say whole. No. We're just encouraging everyone to think. And this is actually getting our minds working. Yeah. This makes us think about our lives 
and you know potential mistakes that we we may have not seen or talking about spirituality and religion and religion has its place because without some baseline moral code there would be a lot more chaos and i mean there there's no you would discuss this whenever we brought up we were talking about topics is how the world is chaos and what civilization and humanity tries to do with that chaos is we try to straighten, straighten that out yeah so you've got this coiled spring that is the world and the collective consciousness and like everything that encapsulates the universe mm-hmm. it's not a straight line it's not a ball but like as an example as a metaphor it's a spring right and you do everything Potential. you can you do everything you can to straighten that out that's what civilization is that's what religion is that's another mechanism to try to take that spring that's down here and you want to stretch it all the way out to where it's perfectly flat perfectly straight right yeah try to try to make sense of it yes but but we're sitting here saying we can't but the second that you're you 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 lose that tentative grip of straight after straightening that spring out it what is it going to do it's going to snap right back to chaos yeah right back to chaos yeah but i think that the religious side the religion side of it has a lot in touch, has a lot in touch with fear and control. Right. And that's what heaven, up, well, that's, it's, it's it, like, that's it, what the afterlife ultimately is. And it, it's not just Christianity. It's, you know, the majority of religions, it was the, uh, the Hindis was the, the reincarnation. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, oh, that was so, an, that's so an element. like your karma in your next life, like if you were a, say a bad person <laughs> in this life well you could be you're more likely to be reincarnated as like a cockroach and that's not to say cockroaches are bad yeah but that's just but like it, in their that's religion like a, that's like a but a, that's that's an incentive incentive that's also what i was looking for there we go boom yeah see this is how we work yeah but that's your incentive to be a better person and to not take advantage or hurt somebody mm-hmm. you know and again that you can find that philosophy and, and this, and, this and, the, and that to across me, all religions. That to me, that to me totally misses the marker though, because it's something that you like, want, you want people to be mean. No, 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 no. We didn't want people to be dicks. Don't no. be a dick. Be a dude. Yeah. Don't be a dick. But, <laughs> but the way to not be a dick is to like not be, um, is to, to trust life. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And trust, trust It's like, like entrusting, um, I don't know. Like, I, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess this is all too kind of real time happening for me to be articulate it well. Um, because I don't. I, don't I think you you brought up some excellent points. Yeah, but we're talking about fear, and I'm trying. I want to keep it on topic, but but it's really not off topic. Well, um, using 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 fear as a form of control. Now, again, we're not gonna. We don't have to go back into the COVID crap, but that's all it is. Is is Telling somebody, instilling a feeling of fear, yeah, of of more your fear of mortality, is preying on people's fears, as in a way to control their actions or their responses. Yeah, it will keep you safe. That that keeps you safe, pretty much. And this is this all goes back to marketing and manipulation. Again, this is it's you know six degrees Kevin Bacon. 
Everything, everything is connected. Everything is connected. And when we start to accept that, you can start to see the patterns. Yeah. And this is not to say that we know what's going on. Uh, we can speculate for days, but unless we have hard facts and like videotape evidence, with, you know, that's undoctored. Mm hmm. There's no way to absolutely be 100% certain about anything in this life. Yeah. But that we can, you can know that we are going to be manipulated and our, our fears are going to be preyed upon. Mm. Now, it's how you embrace that, how you choose to deal with that fear. How you fear, respond to it. How you choose to, to respond to that fear yeah. that's being instilled in you is going to define, ultimately, your anxiety levels. Right. So, yeah. So kinda, try to try embracing, embracing the fear. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. No, it's like I don't know. It's okay to not know what's going to happen next. Well, yeah, like it's if okay. You, if you don't. You never do. So, well, and that's we spend a lot of time, a lot of time, on anxiety, trying to speculate about what's going to happen. What if? What if? What if? What if? Yeah. And we talked about the what if game again, everything's connected in yeah. the stuck in life episode series. Now it's okay to speculate, but don't, if you spend the majority of your time on it, you're just going to give yourself a headache and you're going to be worse for the wear and a lot less happy than you would be otherwise. Right. So again, embrace the fear, own it, know that you have it and then proceed on with your life. Yep. Yep. Know that it's there. Know that it's there and know that there's nothing you can do about it. The futility, the futility of it. Like you yes. can't, you can, like couldn't possibly take action against when, it. I when, mean, as Alan Watts, and I'm paraphrasing because he, uh, he was such, so, so much more eloquent than we are. But I've got to like, learn. I'm kind of learning something here because I'm like, I don't know. It seems like almost like when I talk about it, man, like I, I can I can choke pretty easy talking about fear. Well, once you once you learn to embrace the fear, yeah, then you you realize that there is nothing to fear because right. there's nothing to hold on to. And it's rarely ever the situation that you're in that you're fearing. Yes, it's like really what you're saying about it, mm-hmm. you know. And it could be it could be like unprocessed old fear too, like because because the thing is like every, you're, you're it's constantly. The instrument's constantly going to report. Yes. So, like, if you don't process it now, mm. you're, you're going to have to process it at some point. Yeah. It, it's going to have to come out in one way or another. You're going to have to deal with, <laughs> with your psychoses yeah. at some point. You can't just keep putting them off. Right. And that's not just fear. That's, you know, happiness, pleasure. Mm-hmm. We can go on and on and on with the psychosis. But I think there's one other aspect of fear, and we'll, we'll put a pin in this one. But the, the other aspect of fear that we didn't talk about is the basic programmed evolutionary response mm-hmm. to a situation that you get put in. Let's say I approach you. You don't know me in this situation. Role playing again. This is always fun when we role play. Except Weird. You don't, you don't have the latex on right now, so I'm a little <laughs> disappointed. I'm not going to lie. But, you know. I'll deal with it. I'll get, I, I got the ball gag somewhere. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Weird. <laughs> oh, Role playing. MMORPG, whatever. Massive multi online player role playing game. The gamers in here know. This guy's that. a weirdo. They know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We're being held here against our will. No. 
<laughs> he calls this his role-playing game. I've, I've been signaling with Morse code <laughs> on the table all episode. SOS. SOS. Somebody, somebody said help now. Shit. But the fighter, no, the fly, fight or flight mechanism is hardwired into us whenever we're put in a situation where uh, we're, we're afraid for our, our, our lives or well-being. And that goes into, again, evolutionary bio- biology. That's hardwired into who we are. Yeah. So, again, you don't know me. I've got my mohawk up, leather jacket on. Oh, he's a real I'm, badass. I'm, I'm real, <laughs> real badass. You, you don't know who, what I'm capable of. And what, what boils down to, like, that, that fear manifesting in real life and how you respond to other people is that you, you don't know who somebody is. Like, again, you see me walking, walking down a dark alley after, you know, you're, you just finished playing a show or you just finished, you know, going out to eat with your girl. Think you channeling your Batman if you want to, because uh, we can go full on Bruce Wayne backstory in with this. F- in the f- alley? Yeah, in the, in the alley. <laughs> you know, well, Mr. Max War walking, walking up to you. Hey, punk, give me your money. Now, again, your immediate response, adrenaline's going to hit. Dopamine level's going to spike, and you're going to immediately go into fight-or-flight mode. What are your best chance? Like, you don't even consciously think about that decision. It just happens. It, it happens it just, automatically. It happens. You, you can calculate your chances of success based on my appearance. You can calculate your chances of success in beating Instantly. me down or running. Hit, or running away. Yeah. So that you... What are your best odds for survival? Run away or beat his ass? Right. And that's hardwired into us. And, but that's, that's all fear-based. Right. And it's and, based on that and, and fear. The, but, like, but the thing, like, I'm glad you said that because that, that's the thing, too. Like, it, it does manifest in the body in the same way, even when it's created by the mind. It's just that fear has such a big, like, apparent presence that you think you have to run from it. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. And that's again. I mean, that's a conclusion that just, I'm coming to. But I mean, that still doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't solve the problem of it. It just kind of makes sense. Well, like, like there's there's no when there's a physical threat, you can like almost know without a doubt. You know, like if it's if you got it or what. You mm-hmm. know what you need to do. But when it's when it's invisible, I mean, it, it can like go as big as it wants to go. Well, and, I, there's and, no there's no way to fix fear. Yeah. The o- the only way to overcome it is to own it yeah to embrace it i think you're right i think you're right because if if you again if you own it then you you don't let the fear control you you're not uh you're not spending so much time obsessing about fear and you don't get you'll be a lot less anxious in life because you're not thinking about what if this bad thing happens or you know what if Jackson's going to cut me when well, you know, if I met up with you in a dark alley, you know, but also that can also pertain to your own personal biases. Cause if you were a clean cut Jackson and you saw Mohawk Max war walking down, what the f- is this punk doing in my alley? And yeah. would you feel threatened? Yeah. Because again, Theoretically, if you're a clean-cut individual, you don't have friends that look like me, that dress like me, that act like me. Your initial reaction, just from my physical appearance, is going to evoke a fight-or-flight mechanism before I would even talk to you. 
And there, there's a reason that people don't interact. Like there, there are certain neighborhoods that people won't drive through mm-hmm. out of a certain perception that they are a bias that they have, whether it's conscious or unconscious. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm saying this is something that you should analyze on a personal level. This is not something that somebody can tell you how to fix. You have to fix it yourself. Yeah. You have to those embrace are, that those fear. Are your patterns like you embrace know what they that are. fear and say, you know, I don't actually know the people in this neighborhood. Why do I have anything to fear from them? Yeah, it's neutral. Like and like the situation's neutral. Yes, but you're charged. And they should have nothing to fear from me. Right. As long as you know, again, as long as we're, we're, as long we're as assuming, assuming everybody's cool here. We're, like, we're, assu- we're assuming that you're not being a douche. Yeah. So. With that, let's let's go ahead and shut this one down. Uh, I got to pee on something anyway. So okay, me too. But this was a good talk on fear, man. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up and uh, suggesting this topic. Yeah. Hell yeah. Boom. We'll be back with more. Did you subscribe?